Hello, greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I'm your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and I am here today with Alicia Compton. And this is an amazing woman of God who is passionate about biblical truths and wellness. And I met her online and I was like, oh my gosh, she totally gets it because she is all about being fit for Jesus and helping other women who are Christian women to be able to grab a hold of some of the principles according to the Bible and apply that to their everyday lives. She is a mother. Uh, she is a wife. She is just uh, does all kinds of great things. And you can find her bio in the chat stream. Uh, and uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's down below. But the reality is that she's here today to encourage us. And I want to know more about what she does. So welcome to the broadcast, Alicia. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm certainly happy to have you on the show because as we were talking about before we went live, I think it's so important that this time of year that we do talk about the importance of wellness. And we're not even just talking about the physical wellness. We're talking about spiritual wellness, you know, spirit, soul, and body, every aspect of our lives because we're closing out a year and going into a new year. So how long have you been? I know you've been in the fitness industry for a long time. And so tell the audience that do not know about you a little bit, not your background and what brought you in to being a biblical health coach. All right, cool. Yeah. So, um, what's funny is originally, um, after high school, I graduated and became a hairstylist. So, um, that was my career before I became a coach. Um, but what's funny is I worked in a salon that was within a women's gym. And so that's really where my career started because I became a fitness instructor, just really fell in love with fitness, um, through the classes there. And so that started about 16 years ago. So that's really got me, what got me into health and fitness from that perspective. Um, but I think really, you know, walking into different places of the health and fitness journey, um, being in the gym, um, really not having a lot of space to, um, you know, give people a workout and that's it. I see you later. There's not a whole lot of talking about food um, or life habits and those kinds of things. Um, so once COVID hit, I actually decided I got some coaches and they really showed me how to become an online coach. And I've just loved it so much because I really get to one, do it from a biblical perspective um, because the Lord was really showing me that our health and our wellness is really about asking him to come into this area of our life. And being in the health and fitness industry, there's a lot of pressure, body image struggles that I struggled with. Um, and so really to turn that around um, and to bring that to women who struggle with um, their health or food, um, food addictions, those kinds of things um, has really been really awesome. So yeah, I've been doing the online health coaching for about two years now. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad that you do that because so many people during COVID, they, they were like, oh, we can't go to the gym. We can't do that. And they needed voices of encouragement to help them continue on. And it's amazing how much can be done online. You wouldn't oh, yes. think, someone would think, okay, well, fitness, you've got to have the gym. No, you've got a living room. You've got a mat. You've got things that you can do. But I love the fact that not only are you coaching people individually, but you're treating the whole person, really, to be honest. It's mm -hmm. not just about their exercise routine. You know, teaching them about the importance of nutrition is vital. So is that where you see the biggest struggle with us women? I mean, 
I'm I'm not ashamed to say I'm well over 50, <laughs> closer to 60. And uh, I know that things changed for me uh, probably right about my late 30s, 40s. Uh, I could no longer eat the thing, you know, the same type of foods. I started having a lot of different um problems with weight gain. I was majorly underweight for many years. So when I started gaining weight, I was super excited, but it just kept coming and it just mm -hmm. kept coming. <laughs> and then you're like, how do you put the brakes on this? So where do you see the biggest place for women, especially postmenopausal, fall into that trap? Is it nutrition or is it lack of exercise or is it self lack of motivation or is it just self-sabotage or so many elements? What are your thoughts on that? Um, it is definitely the food struggle. Um, what I find and you know, I'm, I'm 38, so I'm on my way to 40. Um, but I also hit a point in my life where, um, I have an autoimmune disease and I really had to sit with myself and my food habits and realize if I don't get control of this one, my biggest thing was fatigue. And so I would struggle to be to have energy. And I knew that nutrition was a piece of this that I just hadn't really focused on, even personally in my health journey. And so really, it was like four or five years ago where I seriously started looking at nutrition. And along with some mentors, and I worked with a nutritionist, I really do see that our struggle is we have wrong mindsets about food, um, even from a biblical perspective. And so the struggles that come with one, not having the correct food education because there's so much information out there, misinformation, honestly, and not just what are the basics um, is part of the problem. And then what happens is we get older and we're set in our habits. And so really a lot of things can shift and change if we, one, just have better food education of what we should be doing. And two, how to see food for the way God designed it to work for our bodies, right? It's just then we get older and now we're set in some not so great habits with food, wrong mindsets with food. And so now we have to reverse all this time. Plus we have health problems, you know, high cholesterol, all the things, menopause, we're getting older, hormone imbalances. It just gets harder and harder to control as we get older. So it really does go back to some of the food and I don't, um, say that it isn't harder to do when you're older because it is because you're having to reverse a lot of habits for one, um, wrong nutrition education, um, and then you have probably some health problems to deal with. So I, I would say, you know, the main source of the struggle is definitely with food. Yeah. And I know that so many people have a really unhealthy relationship with it and uh, it's been a struggle. And so many women experience yo-yo dieting, trying this and trying that, and then they get discouraged and then, they, you know, they fall off the wagon, so to speak. And so whenever you talk about wrong food education, you know, we've always been told about the pyramid, the food pyramid. What are your thoughts on the food pyramid? Um, my, I haven't looked at it currently. Um, I think that the food pyramid was initially a great idea. I still think that it, for the most part, um, you know, stands true. What people don't really understand is what food actually does for our body. And so mm -hmm. I really love to teach people what what's called macros or macronutrients. What are the major nutrients of food that God designed for our body? And so there's, there's categories of those, you know, like carbs, carbs are not just, you know, this one thing It includes vegetables. It includes, you know, mm -hmm grains that include and so that gets really confusing for people and so what i like to do is really separate 
what are the major nutrients that we need and teach people what does that look like within these boxes and what does it do for your body in order to produce energy? And so I really think that's what's lacking. And I can't even tell you, um, I know I was homeschooled, um, but I did a health class, but I couldn't even tell you like back then, even in my health class, they may have touched on it, but you know, I don't remember that. And so we're just not exposed to, you know, food education, really. Um, we're exposed to social media and ads and YouTube and people, you know, out there. Like, it's so prevalent out there. But you're going to hear one person say something and another person say the exact opposite. When really what it is, is we need to know what food does. And we need to learn what works for your body. And that's really what I'm an advocate of. Wow, that's so important because we are fearfully and wonderfully made and we are so unique and not everybody's body is going to respond the same way. You exactly. know, you see the little ads where there's the apple shape and the pear shape and all the different things. But really, a lot of it has to do with your digestive system and your ability to absorb your nutrients. And so many people have had, you know, the American diet, which is like, you know, I mean, there's so much poison in our foods. Don't even get me started. We could probably <laughs> do a whole series on the crap that's in the, our U.S. food, uh, right. things that are banned in other countries. And we ingest them at large amounts. And I can remember because, you know, I, I grew up, you know, we were we were not wealthy by any means. We were probably borderline poverty, you know. And so I ate a lot of things that was not good for me. And uh, mm -hmm. I remember being a kid and being so picky about what I ate and not eating what was provided and just eating like butter bread, you know, and I don't know why my mom let me get by with just eating, you know, some butter and bread and things like that, but I was just so picky and I did not realize. And then as I got older, I started acquiring a taste for like vegetables and things like that. And I was like, okay, this is good, but you know, you can eat all the vegetables you want, but if you put all stick of butter on it, you know, you're, it's, it there's just so many little things. And we trick ourselves into thinking that we're eating healthy, you know, and we justify our behaviors because right. it's what we like. And I, I'm right. talking to myself here. I'm not, listen, if you're out there thinking, oh, she's slamming me. No, I'm slamming me. These are things that I have personally done. You know, I am the one that will say, oh, I eat a lot of dark chocolate because it's high in antioxidants. Yay, dark chocolate. But yet everything in moderation. Okay. And so, <laughs> or chocolate covered raisins. Okay. Yeah. That's how I got my fruit today. You know, no. no. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So do you find that a lot of people make excuses for their behaviors they've created? Um, I do. Um, but, you know, I'll be perfectly honest. Um, I, you know, I would categorize myself as someone who struggled with a food addiction. Um, but I didn't know it until actually probably the beginning of this year, um, just because oh, wow. I've seen how the Lord has walked me out of that and freed me from that. Um, so I think sometimes it's no, people know, and actually sometimes you don't, you don't know, like you really, again, it's just, it's lack of knowledge, it's lack of knowing, and it's confusion that lives out there. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, we, we've all probably struggled with food in some way, shape or form. And it doesn't have to be, um, you know, the big thing I tell people too, is you don't have to be overweight to have a problem with food or a food addiction. You can have the exact opposite problem because you're afraid of food and you don't eat enough food. Um, so it really just kind of depends on what boat you're in. 
You know, that is so very true because you can see someone that appears to be what by the world standards, we say healthy because they're thin and so forth, but they, that healthy skinny does not mean healthy, you know, no. <laughs> so we get that so distorted, but you know, the world system will tell us, okay, you got to look a certain way in order to be healthy. And that's the biggest lie ever, yeah. especially for young girls. I mean, I, I'm real passionate about seeing the next generation uh, rising up and knowing who they are in Christ. And we exactly. have this whole God fit movement with teens and tweens and their mamas to get a good understanding of who they are in Christ. And I hear so many times the same lies that they believe about self-image. And then they get, like you said, on social media or TikTok and they see these things and they think it to be truth. And they need someone like you, Alicia, that comes in and says, okay, it's, you know, it's okay to not be okay, but you can't stay there. Let's let's see what we can do to maneuver you into a healthier choices, whether it be with your food choices, uh, adding some exercise, doing the right things. But thought life is a huge component of it. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yes, definitely. It's the huge, hugest, um, if that's a word. <laughs> um, and that's, that's why I love teaching from a biblical perspective. What's interesting is I find a lot of, People who struggle, especially women um, who struggle with body image or food, um, tend to have, not all, but tend to have some sort of abuse in their background. Um, and food was used, you know, and maybe was the only source of their comfort, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, so some people may have turned to alcohol. They may, you know, turn to drugs, you know. And what's interesting is I find people who have been freed from alcohol or drug addiction actually turns into a food addiction because there's still some ways that we are thinking that are not true or believing lies about ourselves. And so that's why I really focus on a biblical perspective because we really have to align ourselves. If we're created in God's image, then we have to realize that our creator knows what we need and we need to define ourselves by that standard and the, and the word standard and not by the world that's out there. And so that's really where the key is, is teaching women to dive into scripture. I use what I call biblical mindsets, um, where it's like, I am God's masterpiece. You know, I am a daughter of the King and he loves me and finding truths of God's word so that we will see ourselves differently so that we will behave differently because, you know, Romans 12, one through two talks about that, that we have to change the way that we think and let the Holy Spirit change the way we think. So that helps us see ourselves differently in light of the truth of God's word. And that's really where it's at. And that's really where the most work has to take place is what I'm finding. Oh, I find that to be so true. And can you all see why I wanted to get her on the show is because whenever, whenever I seen her, I was like, okay, she gets it. And it is only through the truth of God's word and the power of renewing our mind and getting a good um, understanding of who we are. And we are fearfully and wonderfully made, but we're that masterpiece. And God doesn't make junk, but yet we want to treat ourselves like junk because we believe lies. And I love what you said about the trauma piece, because, you know, I, I've been doing biblical counseling for years and I have a really good understanding of how easily transferable addictions are. It's like, OK, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not smoking weed anymore, but boy, I've been on the brownies still and you know mm -hmm. i'm not drinking but yet they transfer that over or maybe they'll get their food addiction under control but it'll then be turned into a shopping addiction or gambling or oh, something yeah. 
And, you know, it's funny when it comes to food is it's almost in some camps, you know, obviously not in biblical camps, but in some camps, it's almost like an acceptable thing. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I was in the corporate world, we had what they called goodie days, you know? And so the, the break room would be full of all of the dainties and all of the sweets and all of the stuff. And it, we celebrated, you know, gluttony, really. <laughs> it was just mm-hmm. gluttony. Yeah. You know? whatever you want and appeasing the flesh. And I'll tell you, whatever you feed the flesh, it's going to demand more of it. Do you find oh, that? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. That's actually scientifically proven too, even yes. from, you know, cause I deal with a lot of people with sugar addictions. Your body wants what you feed it is what I say. Um, a lot of people will say that too. That's, that's just a known truth that your brain, um, your, your brain and your digestive system are designed to do one thing to process food and give us energy. So if you give it sugar, it's going to process sugar because that's all you're giving it. So it's really scientific. It's, it's really cool. I know that your programs are in, individualized for each person. And I love that because it's not a one-stop shop. It's not a, you know, the same thing works for everybody. Tell us a little bit about the programs that you have. So if someone's watching this and they're thinking, you know what, it's now today's the day. I'm going to, you know, grab a hold of myself and, and make myself submit to what God says about me and start to learn, you know, uh, replace the lies with truth and applying that to my nutritional choices. What is your program? all about. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I have a, um, my main program is called Thriving Women because I really believe God's designed us to thrive in spirit, soul, and body. And so we touch on all of those things. So again, um, there's three different pillars that I work on in my program. And the first one is obviously the biblical aspect. And so I take them through scripture um, on dirt, certain um, biblical mindsets to change the way that we think about ourselves. And um, and then the second thing is I really walk them through some nutrition education. Um, and we really work on, again, this is where kind of the individualization comes in because um, it really just depends on where you're at, what you do know. But I really take you back to some of the basics of things that need to be happening in order for just your body to function correctly, um, to produce better energy, longer lasting energy, as well as um, losing weight. So I teach teach that in the program. And then the other thing we really focus on, because this is something I find uh, we struggle with as women, is managing our stress and our self-care. Because if we don't learn to take time for our health and manage our stress, then we will not get healthy um, as, as healthy as we could be. And that even will transfer into not losing weight because you have high hormones, like cortisol levels, you know, you're not sleeping well, all sorts of things are involved in losing weight or being healthy. And so really managing our stress, um, you know, teaching women that sometimes we need to say no um, to, to stuff in our life. Um, and so just mindsets around that, that's, that's the third thing we really work on. I love those pillars because they're also vitally important, you know, not even just for women, but for men as well. But you customize and, and specialize this with women. And I love that because um, what the reality is, if we don't get some of this down, you can you can wear yourself out doing one thing. But if you don't embrace the whole truth, you're going to eventually fall back into that pattern. You oh, know, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, you, you know, where where you go is where you are. And mm-hmm. if you say, OK, I'm going to start eating right. But yet you still have those lies of, 
I'm not good enough and no one loves me and no one cares and you've got the traumas of your past and they're speaking louder, you're going to find yourself retreating back to trying to self-medicate with food. And it's such a common thing for women. Uh, and especially even in my own life, I mean, I struggle with, I tell people all the time, I mean, I can, I can be cruising right along, making right choices. And all of a sudden the hot sign will be on a Krispy Kreme donuts and my car will just go. Because <laughs> the old habit, you know? It's like, right. I have no control. And, and right. so to be aware of what we're thinking about, because if not, we'll find ourselves falling in the trap. And I also like what you said about the cortisol, because the stress hormones will stop you in every area of your life. And I'll tell you what, as for most people, uh, you know, all the, you know, according to the American Medical Association, they will tell you that most diseases are linked to stress. Oh yeah, and, uh, and and so whenever you've got your nutrition off, your stress high, and and you're not coping well with your root issues and getting to the root of the problem, you know feelings buried alive don't die and they resurface. So do you find that once women find out who they are in Christ, it's easier for them to embrace the other areas? And is that why you start with the mindset? Um, yeah, I do. I think it's just part of the process. Um. Like I said, I think it's, you know, it depends on the person and, and how willing and how coachable you are um, and where you're at in your life. And really, it depends on your relationship with God. You know, if you have a relationship with God that is strained, I find that women, it takes them a little longer to get into this place of trusting him, you know, because what happens sometimes, too, I find with the stress is a, the stress is a cover up for mm. the stuff that we're dealing with, too. And so it becomes stress and it becomes food. Um, and that mixture is just horrible. Um, so, yeah. and it got, it could obviously be other things, but I just find this is the, the thing. Um, and this is where I've been in my life too. And I find that, um, you know, struggling with stress, when I ask the Lord to come into this area of my life, it's where the freedom comes in. Because if I'm defined by him and his word, and he's going to be very clear on what I need to do and what's important and what's not. And so if we give mm -hmm. him that trust, then there's just so much freedom that comes in that area of stress. Amen. Amen. Yeah, he is definitely the best antidepressant ever is Jesus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the more Jesus we get, the more joy we get, the more we're able to adhere to all of his truths. And and I know uh, for many of you out there watching, you might be going, OK, it's too far gone. I'm too old or or I'm, I've, I've been in this way or my mama was like this and my grandma was like this. And this is the way I'm going to be. Listen, shake off all of that stuff. And I want to invite you to uh, uh, to Alicia group. She's got a great group and I'm fairly new to it, but I want you guys to check it out. It is on Facebook and uh, here is the link and I'll put the link in the chat stream, but I also want to tell you what it's all about. Or actually, I'm going to ask you uh, to tell them about the Healthy Women of Faith group. And I love the subtitle here. It's empowering women to get free from food addictions. So you might be thinking, I don't have a food addiction. Listen, you don't know that until you really research what a food addiction is. And you would be surprised, my dear. Just like she said earlier, she was not aware of her own behaviors until later on uh, in life. So don't think that, oh, that's not for me. Okay. We all can gain from each other. So tell them what they can expect in that group. Yeah. 
For sure. Yeah, we talk a lot about um, pretty much everything that I mentioned in my program, too. I wanted to offer a free place because I know not everyone can always, you know, um, work with me. And that's totally fine, too. Um, but a, just a community of women who are, you know, able to encourage each other in this area of our life. Um, what's interesting, when I first started the group, this was not the direction I thought I would be going. I thought I would just be helping. Actually, it was healthy moms of faith for when I first started um, because I was a mom. I could relate. But I really started to see that women just in general, obviously men sometimes too, but my calling is to women. And so that women struggle with food addictions. And you're exactly right. Um, I have a lot of people who, you know, I'll share the group with them. Like, oh, I don't, I don't have that problem. And, you know, you, you don't really realize one of my clients actually mentioned this. She's like, you know, weight can be a symptom of a food addiction. Um, and so not, again, not everybody has this problem, but usually we all have habits that need to shift and change. So really I want to educate people. Um, I want to empower women, um, with God's word. And so we talk, I do live trainings in there, um, a couple times a month. I'm really just asking the group, you know, I'll throw up polls, I'll throw up posts, like what's going on. And so really trying to figure out where you're struggling, um, and how I can encourage you and how I can give you tools and ways of thinking. Again, it's a lot of talking about thinking differently in the group mm -hmm. that you'll find. But I do do some pre-challenges. We've done, you know, drinking water and veggie challenges and movement challenges. And those things can really be helpful too. So it's really about empowering them with the word of God and um, also just giving, you know, more simple food education that um, can really help. So I love that because you're right. There are some people out there who cannot work with a personal coach. But if you are considering working with a coach, I highly encourage you to, to work with a biblical coach because exterior stuff without the word of God is only going to get you so far. Behavior modification only works to a certain point. You have got to have true freedom and liberty that only comes from Jesus Christ. So I love that you mentioned the water piece and did a challenge on that. Is it is uh, I've always heard and I you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've always heard that we should drink half our body weight in water and ounces. Is that what you adhere to as well? I, I think that's a good um, starting point uh, for sure. What's interesting is body functions. So I, and I talked to a lot of people about body functions because that's just part of this journey. Um, but really you can also tell by your urine. So if yes. your urine is more clear, um, you know, I have a chart that I have people look at. Um, so it really just kind of depends because, you know, people who are losing weight, that that feels like a massive amount of water sometimes for them to drink. But I just always have them start with that so that they have at least an idea of how much they should start with. And then you can use the urine guide is also just to see because sometimes it's not really that much that you need to drink. And as you lose weight, obviously it, it should go down. So, but yes, that is the one I usually use. Yeah. You know, it's important. And that's what is so great about the program that she has. It is individualized for you. It is not, you know, you're, it's just, I love that because we are unique and so unique. God gave us, you know, fingerprints that are different. And so why would we want to just say, okay, I'm going to read this article and I'm going to try that, or I'm going to listen to this person and try that. When you're working with a personal coach, they help you and hold you accountable and get you to the place. You have some end results that are really good. And I know you probably have testimony after testimony and you guys can find more information by joining that Facebook group. And we will put the link in the chat stream so that you can go and, uh, I encourage you to do it. I mean, what do you mean? You got nothing to lose and everything to gain, but except for weight, you can't go gain. <laughs> right. So 
Alicia, oh my gosh, we could talk for hours about this topic because it's so vitally important for uh, us, you know, God's girls. We've got to take care of ourselves. So if you could leave the audience with the key, what would that key be? Um, you know, I was listening to you talk earlier and we've talked a lot about um, the struggle, right? And I think the beautiful thing about letting the Lord in is that this process of getting healthier is a journey. And so I really believe that in this process, we have grace for a reason. Um, I think what happens, um, I was thinking about this the last couple of days, you know, the, the tension is between living in condemnation versus conviction. And I think if we can get into this mindset, because if the self-sabotage with your food habits is what's keeping you from moving forward, that is condemnation. Those are where the lies come in. And so that is what grace is for. That is why Jesus came, because if we will just take a step towards him and ask him to come into this place in our life, he gives us the grace we need to move forward and change. And he will give us the strength to do that. So what I would say um, something I teach is if God gives me grace, then I need to give me grace too. So if you're living in a place of condemnation and shame, just know that is not from God, that is from the enemy. And to get out of that self-sabotage, get in the word, get into knowing who you really are, who God really is. I really believe it comes mm -hmm. down to us seeing God for who he really is and all of his characteristics. Um, and then we can line up that with who we are. Step into that process first, because that is what's going to catapult you into changing the way that you think, into living differently, into really knowing that you are worth the work to fight for your health. That's really where mm -hmm. it comes down to this. And so you have to give yourself grace and patience because it's a journey. And it's also something that is a lifelong journey, because if you're losing weight, you lose the weight. <laughs> then what do you got to do? You got to maintain the weight, right? And that's where the yo-yoing can come in is you think you don't have to be as consistent anymore. Well, that's why you yo-yo mm -hmm. so much, right? So right. it's really about giving yourself grace in this process and knowing that it's a process and that it's not going to always be fun and it's not always going to be linear and it's not always going to be consistent. But if yeah. you work towards consistency with the Lord's help, you will be more successful than not. And that's what we're really looking for. So good. So good. Alicia, thank you for being on the broadcast today. Y'all join the Facebook group, share it with your friends. If you have any questions, you can send her a private message and she will respond to you. God bless you, Alicia. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Have a great day.